I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined by Bjorn Goss, the Chief Executive Officer and founder of Stocard, one of Europe's leading mobile wallets. And we're talking about how mobile wallets are going to conquer the universe as far as you're concerned. You are going to make, you claim, the physical wallet obsolete. How are we going to do this? Maybe first of all, I share some background on Stocard, because that might give you an idea how we approach financial services and how we are thinking about it. Because Stocard is with 60 million users, the leading European mobile wallet. And what we've just seen is in the past in different industries that as long as you are the app or the service that people are using on a daily or on a very frequent basis, you have a lot of exposure and a lot of contact points to them. And just for the fact of convenience and this multitude of, of touch points, people are very likely to also consume services that are adjacent to what you're offering on this one platform. And there are lots of examples. If you think about, for example, Google Maps, they started out with uh, local environment and navigation, and now they turn into everything local search from hotels, flights, whatever. And so what we're doing at Stokart is we're building a mobile wallet. And why people love the app and are using it close to 2 billion times per year is that we're going beyond payments. So we're taking shopping, which usually is a very clunky experience, transforming that into a beautiful shopping experience, including loyalty cards, coupons, offers, and so on, which means that on average, people who are using the Stokart wallet for their shopping, they save between 2 to 5% on average. And that's a very strong reason for them to use Stokart frequently. And we've now also started to add more financial services, starting with payment, where, where we are partnering with MasterCard. And we just believe and also see from customer behavior that the future of banking will not be, let's say, banks as we know them today anymore. So you won't go back to a universal bank once a month once you figure, oh, I need this loan or I want to invest some money. If you, at the same time, have a mobile wallet that you're using on a daily basis and where you maybe just have one button in there and you can just click that button and take out a small loan. Essentially, we believe that the future of banking will look way more similar to what's happening in Asia with the likes like Alipay or WeChat Pay, where the wallet is just the first point of contact for anything around shopping, banking, and financial services in general. And yeah, I mean, there are three, four players around the globe who can become this mobile wallet for the Western world. And we're trying to become the European version and leader for that. What's effectively happening is that banking services are being commoditized. The traditional banking services, whether it's loans, whether it's payments, is just the end of the story because it's about what are people paying for, how are they paying for it? And it's about why are they taking out a loan? What do they want the loan for? Banking is, I wouldn't say incidental, but it's just a very small part of that conversation. And if I understand it correctly, what you're saying to me is that you're plugging in the rest of the conversation. Yeah, I think that summarizes it very well. If you think about where banking is coming from, banks have essentially been a kind of department store. It was just this one thing where you could get everything. And in a non-digital world, if you 
consider the touch points a bank had. They served perfectly well if you thought about insurance as well, for example, about getting a mortgage loan or so. When you thought about where do I get this, you thought, ah, I have this bank account, I have a bank consultant, I might just call him up and, and get some inform information. But once things started to turn digital, I think it makes sense maybe just to look at the online space because the online space is a bit ahead of the brick and mortar st uh, stores and physical space when it comes to digitization because online per definition is digital. And what we've seen there is retailers started selling things online and then other payment methods evolved that were not payment methods provided by a bank anymore. But if you think about buy now, pay later, for example, you had all customers going through the retailer's page, ending up on the checkout page of the retailer, and then they could choose which payment method they select. And just for the fact that these methods like Afterpay, Klarna, or anything, any buy now, pay later methods were integrated into this customer journey the consumer had in the online space, it was just one click away for consumers and that made them use these services instead of calling up their bank consultants and asking them if they can get an overdraft. And what we're seeing now is that these kind of digital experiences, they are coming to the physical space as well. Mobile wallets are, are happening on the mobile phone. You have your mobile phone with you all the time when you go shopping. And as soon as people start using their mobile wallets more and more for everything around payments, because that's the most high frequent use case, they will have all these touch points with mobile wallets as well. And what's happening to banks is they will push their cards into mobile wallets. They already started doing that. And they are losing through that customer touch points and they lose the option to actually upsell customers to profitable products like landing, like investment and so on. Because on a daily basis, I as a consumer just have my touch points with the mobile wallet and it's the first point of contact for any, anything around money. As I said, the service, banking services are becoming commoditized. One thing that I, I do want to press you on, because it's the kind of thing that some people will seek reassurance on, is the security of a mobile wallet. What can you tell me about this aspect of your business? As it comes to Stokart, I mean, security and also privacy is something we've always paid attention on. And everybody is saying that. But if you use the Stokart app, you can actually see that you can start using the Stokart app without even opening an account. So we're really not in the business of collecting data. And you can just start go, go, uh, going. And the more services you're using, if you tap into things that require, I don't know, money laundering requirements or anything, of course, we need to do a better due diligence. But again, what we're in is really providing a beautiful digital experience. And we also believe that banks, for example, are a pretty good place to store your money. We don't even want you to deposit 500,000 euros to Stokard. We're very happy for you to have your money sitting in your bank account where it's secured, where it's safe. That's what banks can really do well. And we're just a layer on top providing a beautiful digital experience. And so your money is very secure or as secure as you knew it from the past with the, with the banks. And then everything on top is a digital service that is per definition with biometric authentication, with all the security measures and so just way more secure than any plastic card can be. So you're going to do away with the plastic card, which the credit card or 
possibly even the debit card, but you're also doing away with all the loyalty cards. Give me a little bit more detail about how that meshes in your service. We started Snowcard with the idea that we believe that the wallet will go, will move to the mobile phone. And we thought about what's actually the most pressing thing. What is the one card that you have most often in your phone, in, in your physical wallet? And it was the loyalty card. So we actually started out with moving all the plastic cards, which per definition are then loyalty cards because you have 10 loyalty cards in your wallet and you only have one or two payment cards. Move that to Stowcard and that's that's where what we started with. And so what you can do basically with the Stowcard app is go to any store and collect all your benefits And what we started then on top of that is we actually created a whole retail platform where we are now working with the biggest retailers across Europe who are using Stowcard to offer value-added services like couponing, loyalty cards, and so on to their customers and really transforming shopping into a digital experience for their customers. So the way how it fits in there is that if you think about the physical wallet, everything you had there in the past is now in your Stowcard wallet, except maybe for your ID card and your health insurance card. And so you can make payments, you have all your loyalty cards in there, but then the smartphone, the name says it, is way smarter than the physical wallet. So we're adding layers on top of loyalty and we're adding layers on top of payment. And for loyalty, this means we're having great retail offers, like offers from your favorite retailers, coupons, signing up for loyalty cards digitally, all these services on the retail side that just help you to save money. And on the payment side, we're just adding services on top of that, which we are starting with now, including things like, uh, I don't know, investments by now, pay later, and anything you can think about that's coming from the financial services and banking side. Bjorn Goss, Chief Executive Officer of Stokard, thank you very much.